0: Good morning. Welcome to Coffee with Alan. As many of you know, there was an active killer, active shooter situation in Maine. The killer, as far as I know, has not been apprehended yet. There's a sort of shelter in place. No schools are open, different things on the town there in Maine. Well, the law enforcement tries to apprehend the killer. They believe they know who he is. They know a vehicle that he was supposedly driving. Hopefully he will be apprehended soon. You know, just from history of these, I wouldn't put it past him to commit suicide when law enforcement finally advance on him or find him. Hopefully, that will happen before any other innocent people are killed or wounded. It ranges from 16 to 20, 22, depending on the report, and it could be up to 50 or 60 wounded from different things that I've read so far. Pretty terrible situation there in Maine. Yet again, you know, a person going off and killing innocent people. And that's what we'll talk a little bit about today. And try to share a little bit of wisdom today on what we can do with some of these to recognize some of the warning signs. Recently, a few weeks ago... The Enjoy Life Safely newsletter, I put out an article on warning signs for these active shooters and active killers. If you're not receiving that newsletter, sign up at enjoylifesafely.com. Get information to help you stay safe, help you enjoy life, and be exceptional. This article, it was a couple weeks ago, and I'm going to be looking over here because I got it up on a screen here, provided some warning signs that we should pay attention to so we can... Get these people to help and stop them before they commit something terrible. That's first and foremost. Yes, I teach and I wrote an entire book about active shooters and what to do. And I teach courses on things you can do in the immediacy of bullets flying to help save you and others. But first and foremost is hardening targets and getting these people the help they need before they kill anyone. And here's some warning signs. And these, I didn't develop them and they're from Ron Borsch, and he's a longtime law enforcement officer and active killer researcher and puts out some information. This was from a guest blog that he did on Greg Elifritz's site, who Greg has also done a lot of great information on active killers, and I share a lot of his articles, and I reference his articles in the book that I wrote. But Ron Borsch, he came up with some identifying things that I think, Are beneficial to all of us the first one nuts numerous unstable or troubling symptom you know when you have things that just don't sound right you know and these troubling symptoms when all you put that together we need to take some action i do want to say good morning to jay and vicky And Jay was saying prevention is worth a pound of cure. Yes, it is. If we can stop these, that's the best way to save lives is prevent it from happening in the first place. But, you know, nuts is probably the most frequent and revealing factor, especially considering the suspect's tracking history. Words, like on social media, videos, drawings, etc. deeds such as animal cruelty, those can all reveal malice and forethought. So numerous unstable or troubling symptoms. You know, you see these here and there and there, and something's just not right with this person. Maybe it's time to seek some help before it gets worse. Another thing he put on there is abnormal, bizarre, eccentric, non-conforming oddball, sometimes shunned by his peers. And these are characteristics common to these killers. Doesn't mean that every abnormal person who is different is going to be a killer, but when you start putting all these things together, then you you really need to worry about it. I'm immature and a low IQ. Now Again, these aren't absolutes. You can have an outlier and have an educated, and you know, I mean, look at the Unabomber. Unabomber was educated and so forth and didn't have a low IQ, but he's killing people. So these are common, but they're not absolutes. But when you start putting more of them together, they, they really add up to something. Andrew says, nice to hear you doing and sharing great things and keep people safe and healthy while saving lives. Thank you, Andrew. And I'm doing what I can, you know, with broadcasts, with articles, with newsletters, with my book. I try to do everything I can to try to help people. I really want people to be safe so they can enjoy the good things. Let's look at something else that's common planner, preparer, or researcher, especially of previous rapid mass murder incidents. You know, when I do my courses, you know, I talk about the Virginia Tech killer, and he probably got the idea of chaining the doors, which slowed down the law enforcement response because they had to breach those doors before they could get upstairs to where he was killing people. He probably learned that from the Amish schoolhouse where the guy barricaded him in when those little girls, while the police were trying to get in. Because when they found his computer and stuff, he had been researching the Amish schoolhouse killings and murders and so forth. So a lot of these killers, they research others so they can learn from them. And that's one of the reasons those of us in the field, law enforcement and people like me, they're trying to do something proactive to stop them. We have to research these things too to try to stay one step ahead. But if you know a person is researching in these previous mass murderers and killers. You know, why? Is it a cop trying to keep his community safe? Is it me trying to do an article or a book to keep people safe? Or is it this guy that also shows abnormal and immature behavior and troubling symptoms? He's doing it too? Something might be wrong there age connection very close targeted victim pool so a lot of time even though this isn't absolute too because we've seen people kill little kids even though they weren't a little kid but you know we see high schoolers killing high schoolers we see uh, you know workers killing fellow coworkers so a lot of times it is the same there's an age connection often these people are suicidal so that's and they may have spoken or written about suicide and different things previously and then often they kill themselves or they want suicide by cop during these incidents. There's a history of violent video games, especially the games about the Columbine High School. And I know there's people out there who say video games have no connection, but there are also other experts, you know, like uh, David Grossman, who, who I've met, and I, you know, we've talked about this kind of stuff where video games, especially the violent video games, where you're first person playing an active killer, like you're in the Columbine school killing people. There's a correlation there between some of these killers and playing some of those games. Does it mean every person that plays those games turns into a killer? Absolutely not. But the killers most often have played these games. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. And, you know, you put all these stuff together, you're having a troublesome person. Often it's a white male. The majority of the killers have been white males. There have been other races. There have been some females but the majority and the highest percentage are white males. Most of them are cowardly. They rarely disguise any positive trait of courage. You know, they're killing innocent, unarmed, soft target dwelling victims. You, you have no courage if you go in and shoot up a school and innocent kids. You have no courage. Go, you know, these guys, they're not courageous. Even if they think they are, they're cowards. And another common thing is they have access to weapons arson, bows, crossbows, explosives, firearms, hatchets, knives, vehicles, all of those have been used by active killers. And so you put this list together, these 10 things that, you know, Ron Borsch put together and he did a lot of research coming up with these 10 things to say, these do identify and are commonalities of these killers. And you get more than one of those and you get three or four or five of those You better take some notice, and that's why I encourage organizations to have risk assessment teams, and it might be one person, it might be a bunch of people, depends on the organization, but you start seeing these kind of signs in an individual, we need to report it to the proper people. If it's an organization, risk assessment team, they assess the risk, hopefully report it to mental health workers, law enforcement, both stop these individuals before the killing starts. That's number one thing we can do to save people. Now, obviously, when the killing does start, we have other strategies. We hopefully can escape, get off the X, get to safety. We can hopefully barricade and deny that person access to us or get behind something that's bulletproof, you know, cover versus concealment to deny access of being harmed. At times, we have to attack back and take that guy out. And ordinary regular citizens have stopped active killers, both with firearms or with improvised weapons or with no weapons at all. And sometimes that's your only choice. Now, right now in Maine, while the killer's on the loose, if you're in a safe location, don't go out hunting him yourself. Let law enforcement do that. Law enforcement don't need other people out there getting in the way that they don't know who's who, especially it might be a good guy with a firearm with good intentions, but law enforcement, they don't know that. So the best thing you can do is stay where you're safe barricade down, lock down, keep in a safe location, let law enforcement do their job and confront and stop this killer who most likely will kill himself is what I'm guessing. If you do see him, or have any information that can help law enforcement, by all means, provide them that intelligence that they can use. But don't go out and try to do something on your own if you don't have to, because you may just get in the way of law enforcement, or they might mistake you as a bad guy. And then we have a a bad situation all the way around too. So we need to be careful with that as well. Jay says, see something, say something. Exactly, Jay. Um, We all need to do our best. And when we see something that's not quite right, we need to take appropriate actions to keep ourselves safe and do the reporting to keep others safe. Andrew says, "Let's put some of your great ideas and information in official karate magazine." Please email me at editor. Be happy to do that, Andrew. I will shoot you an email, and we can do that. I actually just wrote an article, a pretty long, in-depth article on active shooter response for for a different magazine that will be coming out. So I'd be glad to do something and work with you as well. Thank you for that. That's what I wanted to share today. It's a terrible situation in Maine. Got a good buddy that lives in Maine, Todd Skowinski. You know, we were in the 82nd Airborne together. You know, we were paratroopers, jump out of airplanes together, had good times, both jumping out of airplanes and down in Fayetteville, North Carolina. And he's up, you know, out of the military now and lives in Maine. And that's, that's sort of in his backyard. So thoughts are with him and his family and everybody in Maine right now. I hope the killing has stopped. I hope nobody else is injured or killed and that the law enforcement can apprehend this person quickly and people in Maine can get back to their lives. Although some lives have been lost and others will be changed forever. And that's what these kinds of situations do. And that's why I'm trying to do my best to help people, share information, share things that can help people. You know, I teach the courses, you know, I teach the courses in conjunction with Reflex Protect, which is a defensive spray that a lot of schools and hospitals and other businesses are employing to help keep employees safe. The spray, people say, well, you're not going to stop a killer with a spray. As I said before, killers have been stopped with empty hands, with emptied weapons, with firearms and with pepper spray. No, there has not been an active killer stopped with Reflex Protects Presidia Gel yet, because I mean, it's a pretty new product, but there have been people with firearms. There, One was even caught on a video in Oregon where the guy went out there with pepper spray and sprayed the guy with a shotgun and then took the shotgun away from him. So any type of tool can be used to keep people safe. But again, recognizing the warning signs and stopping it before it starts That's what we really need to try to do, and that's why I wanted to share that information today. That's why I shared that information in a recent Enjoy Life Safely newsletter, trying to get this information out to help people. With that, I hope you have a terrific Thursday, or as best of a Thursday as you can if you're affected by this terrible situation that happened last night. Tomorrow, I'll be here. It'll be the 300th episode. Looking forward to seeing you there, and until then, have a terrific day, and